because if I'm not healthy, everything else underneath collapses. And that would be the bills, the house, the kids. And a lot of moms today are running on empty and trying to do a career, um, have a relationship, you know, be the mom at home and also take care of everything else like kids, school, groceries, Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. So there's a lot. um, I find a lot of women, what we kind of look at is they're not asking for help. They're not asking Mm -hmm. to have a friend, a relative, even their partner help them because there's this societal notion. And I had this myself that moms are supposed to do everything. Hey there, I'm Ani Michalski, wellness coach, therapist, and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos. This podcast is for moms who desperately need a break, but refuse to take one. You know who you are. You have a jam-packed schedule and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, you don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. We have today on the Moms Without Capes podcast, a, a special guest, Bethany Geddes. So welcome, Bethany, to the show. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Ani. So Bethany is a highly dynamic, internationally known, certified holistic nutritional consultant and real food advocate. She's focused on guiding busy health conscious mothers to their own optimum healthy lifestyle through nutrition while creating consult I'm sorry, constant holistic balance and harmony. After all, she created her business nutritious and delicious because she believes a healthy family starts with a healthy parent. So welcome to the show. Um, I'm excited. So I read a little bit, I read your bio, but can you share with us a little bit more about your journey and how you got to be where you are today? Yeah, sure thing. So I really started as a nurse um, and I worked in the diet industry for about five years before I had my two boys. Um, My boys now are six and eight years old. And um, I just kind of noticed working in the diet industry, there was a huge gap in um, people being able to succeed long term um, with their success. And a lot of it had to do with like the mindset tapes. Um, people were struggling with trauma from their past and not being able to get past that. So, um, when I actually became a mom myself, um, I, you know, struggled with postpartum depression myself with my first son, um, was very colicky and had to kind of go through that, that, um, point in my life. And I got a really good understanding about anxiety and depression because I, I lived through a lot of it. Um, And then I decided to do my own business, Nutritious and Delicious. So I was actually helping other moms um, be more successful because I've noticed probably about 80% of what I do is actually helping women through a lot of um, coaching and mindset issues, because I feel like you can give a plan, like a meal plan to anybody, but within two weeks, you kind of start like, um, like rebounding, I guess, and people start to self-sabotage and then there's binge eating cycles and there's a whole host of things that go on. So that's what I mainly work on um, with my business with mommies right now. Okay. So what is, what is the main issue you mentioned, you know, the rebounding and like falling off of like the plan that, that you come up with them, come up with, I'm saying that wrong come up with them, you know, and it's a lot of mindset work, but what, what issues do you see coming up time and again, as you're working Um, with moms? 
I think it's in general, I think a lot of people, I specifically like to help women because um, women are, I feel like the leaders of the family. They're the ones typically buying the groceries, making the dinners. And if we can kind of get to mom, we can get to the entire family. So that's why I chose to, you know, work with women specifically, but it's not really a gender specific thing, but I've noticed a lot of people have a lot of um, self-limiting beliefs around their self-worth, um, the effort that they put in. And a lot of people sort of like, they can start eating really healthy. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, I don't deserve to be thin or, you know, they've got this protective layer around them because they feel like they've gone through a lot of trauma in their life. So there's a various amount of things that can be going on. Um, so this is where once we start kind of getting somebody to start eating healthier, we start listening to the mind tapes that are going on and it's, you can find it in regular conversations. And that's why I think coaching is really um, helpful for people because in an hour, you can actually have a conversation where you can hear a lot of things that they're saying about maybe their food or the way they've grown up with food or the way they value or look at their food right now. Um, a lot of ones I hear are like diet tapes. So very black and white thinkers, mm-hmm. um, people that have been on diets, maybe, um, all throughout their life, or they've grown up a certain way that, you know, the clean plate club, you have to finish all the food yes. on your plate or you feel guilty. And there's a lot of emotions tied around food. There's a lot of shame around food for not finishing your food because there's starving kids in the world. And <laughs> the list goes on and before, on. Right? <laughs> yeah. The list goes on and on. I think just in different generations, it's changed, right? Mm-hmm. Like I got the starving kids in Africa, yes. so <laughs> I wanted to feed the kids in Africa and you know, all that kind of stuff. I know. So it's, it's changed. It changes a lot of people's perspective on food. And what I've noticed, even with my own boys, kids have such a good mentality around food, even though you think that they're picky and all that kids will actually eat a very well-balanced diet and they have a very good regulation system of when they're full and when they're hungry. And as when adults, we're to their own vices. Exactly. Yeah. And as adults, we push onto them our issues and, and things like that. And, you know, I made this great meal for you. Like, how could you not eat it? Mm-hmm. But in turn, like I get those same struggles with my kids, but what I do is I say, okay, well, if you're full right now, or you're not feeling, you know, the salmon tonight, let's wrap it up, let's put it away. And then what I usually do is I'll try and sort of put it in something different the next day mm-hmm. to try and trick them. <laughs> so there's, there's solutions around it. They're so. still getting the nutrients and everything. Exactly. You know, so um, it's just kind of making minor tweaks um, at home. But a lot of moms, I think, feel that they have to make like entire different meals for like the whole family. And so they just kind of have this feeling like, of, oh, I'm like, I want to give up. Like I'm, I'm right. so it becomes overwhelming to them. Yeah. Yeah. Thinking so, that they have these expectations. Yeah. So then that's when the craft dinner comes out yeah. and the chicken nuggets and you're like, I give up, right. like I just right. throw something in the oven for you because no one's ever satisfied with what I make. But, um, kids have a very also basic palate when they're little and they kind of, they're exploring texture and taste and things like that. And they like a lot of food separated. I've noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they start to sort of develop their palate as they get a little bit older. Um, and you know, moms I've noticed when kids come into the picture really start to lack, um, nutrients for themselves. So this is a whole huge. Okay. So that's where I want to, that's where I want to take this conversation. I want to lean more into the nutrition of the, of the moms, because Mm -hmm. so often, 
you know, we are so busy and we're, and the moms with that capes are wrapped up in doing everything for everyone else. And they really struggle with putting themselves on their to-do list. And that includes eating healthy foods. And so do you see, you know, you started going there, but do you see moms, like, where does this play a part in their own nutrition and how do you help moms make time and space, mental space and physical space. There's three things that come up for me here. So there's guilt, there's priority and there's, um, time. Okay. So I want to go into those because this is exactly what I deal with on a regular basis. Um, now I'll give you a little bit of a background story here. So I started doing that myself, you know, when I had my first baby, you know, being a mom, it was very overwhelming. And, you know, you put yourself last in so many situations Mm -hmm. until you burn out. And that's what happened to me. I burnt out. Um, I was lacking so much, I would say nutrition. I ended up developing thyroid issues because of it. I ended up becoming anemic, which is iron deficiency. And I'm still paying the price for those things eight years later. So I'm still trying to holistically help my body, I would say heal and -hmm. get back to its normal state. But I can guarantee you, if you continue things like that for a long period of time and putting yourself last, you will end up having problems down the road. Um, Now, time is probably the number one thing I deal with with women um, because there is lack of time. But I want to tell you this. We all have 24 hours in a day. (laughs) There is no way we can make new time. (laughs) That is a constant in our life. What the difference is, is prioritization. So for myself, the big thing is health um, is a big priority for me and um, fitness and keeping my mental health um, stable, because if I'm not healthy, everything else underneath collapses. And that would be the bills, the house, the kids. And a lot of moms today are running on empty and trying to do a career, um, have a relationship you know, be the mom at home and also take care of everything else, like kids, school, groceries, Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. So there's a lot. Um, I find a lot of women, what we kind of look at is they're not asking for help. They're not asking Mm -hmm. to have a friend, a relative, even their partner help them because there's this societal notion. And I had this myself that moms are supposed to do everything and boy, oh boy, was that ever crippling because, (laughs) you know, it's exhausting draining and it's just not possible. Exactly. And I grew up with that notion too, that, you know, everything, um, I should be able to do everything on my own. I shouldn't need to ask for help. Like I'm a natural born, like mom, I can tell, (laughs) but why am I feeling like I'm failing all the time? Right. And this is where moms start to feel burnt out. And then they become the last on the priority list. Mm-hmm. Um, they, the lack of time in the day, you're putting most of your time towards your children, possibly your house, your relationship. And maybe at the end of the day, you have what, like half an hour to an hour left of your sanity or time and to most veg moms, out and yeah. watch Netflix. <laughs> and, mo- and most moms <laughs> are, they're, they're, the energy for that's, that's it. And most moms mm-hmm. are tuning out. They're either on social media, they're watching TV to zone out or they're, you know, wine drinking, right? You know, because they feel so stressed. And that is typically the rotation day in and day mm-hmm. out. And this is where moms break down and think like, what is in it for me? Like, why am I doing this? And a lot of it, like I said, comes down to understanding your priority of yourself first. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Hey mom, short on time but feeling like you're at the end of your rope or that your bucket is nearing empty? Grab this list of 15 self-care practices that you can do in under 15 minutes. These ideas will get you quickly back on track and are great for moms who are limited on time. I think that's most of us. So check out the show notes or go to momswithoutcapes.com backslash self-care-ideas to download your list today. Another thing I wanted to point out is that I also had to figure this one out for myself because um, the first one I would say was when I had postpartum depression and, you know, my nutrition was last, but I always made sure my baby ate and, you know, took all these great prenatal vitamins. And then as soon as he was born, like my, I wasn't taking anything and my hair starts falling out and all this. So it's like, what's going on? I'm not taking care of me. Mm-hmm. But the next thing in my life, um, I don't know if you know my story, Ani, or not, but I actually became a widow. Mm-hmm. So I unfortunately lost my husband in 2018 and I became a single parent overnight. Mm-hmm. So here we are again, trying to reprioritize my life. Um, I was a stay at home mom, hundred percent. I wasn't in any place to um, financially take on the house or the bills or anything like that. And I had to reprioritize myself because if I didn't, I would also fall down the wayside too. And I knew that at that point, my boys depended on me and they helped me get through a lot. But for that, it was like, I really needed to look back at my basics of, am I feeding myself properly every day? So I don't feel exhausted and tired um, to deal with life. Um, Am I getting enough sleep? Which at that time I had to have a lot more sleep in my life to be able to heal Um, and recoup for myself. And also, what do I want in my life? I wanted to make my business successful. And I wanted my boys to see me as a leader in my life, not just um, in business, but personally. Right. So it was a huge, huge um, step in my life where I had to realize I don't have the opportunity to fall to the floor. Um, And if I keep putting myself last, that'll be it for everybody. Right. So if I can kind of get that message out there to a lot of these moms who are, when you say single parenting or in a relationship and saying that they don't have time, I understand that because I've been there and I understand there's not always um, what you would say. There's time for yourself in a day. You have to make it. You do have to make it. You're never going to find it. Right. Yeah. I talk about that a lot about it, you know, putting yourself on your to-do list. And not just last, because right. you don't have energy at the end of the day, no, like making sure that you are intentional about making that time for self-care and for, for taking care of yourself because you're it, you know, exactly. there's so many people and things depending on you. And so it's important that you have that, uh, I always say full bucket and making sure that you are your best self so that you I can definitely. take care of everyone else. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I teach my boys about the whole bucket filling thing as well. Like you mm-hmm. can't give from an empty bucket, like always yeah. fill your bucket first. Um, and I think a lot of the times when you're saying about the time factor, a lot of women say, okay, well, I'll give myself an hour at the end of the day. But the problem is the end of the day will always surpass. There's always something that will come up that you need to attend to. What I actually did was I did the opposite. So when I was left to myself, um, like, you know, raising the boys on my own as a single parent, I decided I need to wake up like a lot earlier than my kids. Mm -hmm. If I want to give myself me time or get my business going, because 
I got to actually get like ahead of the curve here. Yes. Um, so I actually started waking up at like four or 5 AM and mm -hmm. it sounds crazy, but I also adjusted my time schedule of going to bed nine o'clock at night and not sitting and watching Netflix or cruising social media all night. Um, so I had more of a purpose to wake up and, you know, within a few hours, my youngest would be awake at like 6 AM. So I still, had and you like were so much a better mom. You were so exactly. much a better mom because of it, because you shifted those priorities. The mission of Moms Without Capes is to empower super moms, moms who don't make time for themselves because they are so busy taking care of everyone and everything else. My goal is to help you get comfortable with hanging up your cape. You might be holding on tight to your cape, tying your worth to your to-do list, packing your schedule and running the kids all over town, sacrificing or postponing your own passions, neglecting your health, and at the end of the day, falling into bed exhausted and already worrying about what needs to get done tomorrow. Sound familiar? This was me for about a decade. The guilt, the shame, the resentment, the overwhelm, the exhaustion. I struggled to put myself on my to-do list, and when I did, I was last on the list, and rarely did I feel up to doing anything that would make me feel good. So my health, my mood, and my family suffered because of it. I started with the doing part because I am an action taker. And so I began implementing small acts of self-care into my days. Being intentional about doing one small thing each day that was just for me. Then I began doing the internal work, the mindset shifts, the self-discovery, and the self-building that helped me truly love myself. Before then, I struggled with low self-esteem, lacked confidence, and was constantly criticizing myself. I had limited boundaries, which led me to saying yes, even when I meant no. I learned how to identify what I wanted and needed, and then got good at communicating what I needed and wanted. I started dealing with the perfectionism that ruled my life, and... I started practicing self-compassion. Maybe you are struggling with many of these same issues and you recognize yourself in what I just shared. If so, I invite you to sign up for a discovery call with me. I get it. I can help you let go of that super mom cape and not only find the woman hiding underneath, but fall in love with her. You do not have to do this alone. I want to help you. In the show notes of today's episode, you will find the link to my calendar. Let's talk about what's going on for you and see if working together would make sense on your journey to discovering and loving yourself. And I started my day in a good way and I wasn't ending on a, you know, a bad note. I was starting with, you know, having a coffee in the morning, getting up, getting my breakfast, getting a workout in. Um, doing a bit of meditation or journaling um, and then getting into my business. And I felt really productive and that I could do it. And I think that's the key is that a lot of us, we kind of just, oh, I want to stay in bed another hour or two, but your day can pass you by and all these things that you've wanted to do for yourself kind of slip by the wayside and waiting on a feeling to do it. Like, it's like going to the gym notion, right? Like, oh, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. <laughs> and then, you know, oh, something came up or I don't feel like it today or like, there'll always be some, some excuse. So that's why you always have to do it. Like the first thing when yeah. you wake up, 
Cause you're going to have a way more energy, be more, you know, more motivation, motivation. to do it. Exactly. Cause as the day goes on, you're going to find more and more excuses. Why not exactly. To do it. And so exactly. how can women, um, especially like their nutrition going back to that. And I have a feeling what you're going to say, but mm-hmm. how, how can we begin to put ourselves, like make ourselves a priority and start paying attention to what we're putting into our body nutrition wise. Um, I would suggest, first of all, it's like having the basic understanding and notion first, because there's a few things that um, are in play. Sometimes you don't, what you don't know, you don't know, basically, is that some people think, you know, eating healthy fats are bad, they'll make you fat or carbs are evil and all this stuff. And it's changing all these tapes around from diet mentality to eating whole healthy foods. Now, on the other aspect, you want to make sure that you're not giving yourself things that you wouldn't give your kids example um i'm not a believer of like fake foods so like mm-hmm. anything with the fake sugars i'd rather um people have the real sugar sure. than the actual fake substance so things like that um you won't give it to children um so don't feed it to yourself kind of thing more, more like nature based and yeah that whole and, foods. and there's lots of ways to make things really interesting and healthy and i think a lot of women gravitate towards the salad um, place. And it doesn't need to be like that. Like, you know, you don't have to get like boring vegetables into your life. You could make a really cool smoothie with fruits in them and a little bit Mm -hmm. of veggies. I'm not a huge veggie person myself, particularly I'll eat a lot more fruit than I will vegetables, but I can also sneak vegetables into my smoothies that I don't typically want to eat, or I can, you know, um, crisp up some kale or something like that to make Mm -hmm. kale chips. And I make it interesting. Right. Um, So I, and I do that with my boys as well. Like we make a lot of things like homemade, homemade pizzas on like whole wheat pita shells. And we use all the veggies and they pick what they want. Like it doesn't have to be unhealthy food, but we make a lot of versions at home that are um, very healthy. And a lot of women, what I've noticed throughout their day is they'll go on a coffee and then probably midday they're like well I'm crashing now like I'm really hungry and they're kind of mid out somewhere with their kids so they're either eating out the diaper bag which is snacks or Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, Cheerios or something that doesn't have a lot of nutrition in it Um, and you know they get to kind of like dinner time and then they're like famished so they're making everybody a dinner um, and they probably eat more towards the nighttime or snacking or emotional eating at nighttime so it's you got to watch kind of what your cycle is and and what you're doing, because if you're not eating a lot during the morning, like a a heartier breakfast or lunchtime, you're going to start eating a lot more towards the evening. Right. Right. Cause you need that, you need that food and you're going to get it somehow. Yeah. And and towards the end of the day, you're not, you don't have the mental capacity to be making better choices. Right. It's usually opening a bag or a bottle of wine, Right, whatever's easiest, (laughs) whatever's easiest. So what is your favorite way to take care of yourself aside from eating healthy? What, how do you, how do you like to take care of yourself and recharge your battery? Um, I'm a, I'm a big empath. So I need a lot of salt in my diet, even though I don't eat a lot of salt, but I have a lot of magnesium baths. So a lot of salt baths and that very rejuvenating energetically for me. Um, another one, I think that's very therapeutic. If people are kind of going through, um, hard times right now is writing letters and burning them. 
So okay. this is ripping them up and it's like a therapeutic way of right. getting out a lot of stuff because I think that that's what ties to a lot of people's emotions and eating anyways is like there's anger or resentment built up whether you're it's in the relationship now or friendship relatives or something that's happened in your past a lot of um the time it's like we kind of need a bit more therapy than maybe if you're seeing a therapist or anything like that you need a lot more on a regular basis and I find Mm -hmm. that's just more therapeutic because you're getting it out um processing it exactly yeah so that's kind of a really good way I think of dealing I think Mm -hmm. with things in a, in a, in a way that's not affecting, I guess, other people or anything like that. So, right. But definitely makes, makes progress in your own mental health and improves it. Yep. So what book would you say has greatly improved your life or has an influence on how you currently live your life? Um, I read a lot of different books, but I, I don't really say like, I found one specifically for, um, like emotional stuff, but more so business. I would say, um, I, I do follow a lot of people like Carrie green. Um, she means business is a book that I've followed for years. Um, and that's just more, I think, because it's more of an inspiration and empowering. So I like a lot more books that are, you can do this. I've been in your shoes. (laughs) I actually am trying to write my own book right now on my journey and same deal is like, you know, as I talk to women um, and moms around me is that I've been in a lot of hard places in my life. And if I can do it and get through it, you know, I want to inspire. Yeah. I want to inspire you to get there too. And I think they're very helpful because people can relate to how you're feeling and, and know that you're not the only one that's going through this. Right. That sense of community and the sense of not that misery loves company, but being able to relate to other people and know that you're not alone. It's an journey of life. Yeah, exactly. So where can people find you? Yeah, sure. Um, So I do have a recipe book that people can download and that has over 45 uh, digital recipes. And this is where I've made all of these at home with my boys. Like I said, there's things in there like burgers, pizza, pasta, um, ice creams and all that, but we use real whole healthy foods. And you can find that on my website. So it's www.ndelish.com. All right. And I will go ahead and put that in the show notes for anyone who wants to check out Bethany's recipe book and get a hold of her. So check out the show notes for that. Thank you so much for coming on, Bethany. You gave so much information and so much of your wisdom. And we thank you for having us with us today. Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure. Hey, did you know that there's a Facebook group filled with moms without capes? Women who are learning that it's safe to take off the superwoman cape and take care of themselves? There sure is, and we'd love to have you in the group. Moms Without Capes is a free community for moms who feel overwhelmed, stressed out, and exhausted from trying to do it all. Come discover who you are under that cape and give yourself permission to show yourself some love. Search Moms Without Capes when you're in Facebook or follow the link in the show notes of this podcast episode. See you there. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Moms Without Capes podcast. I'm always up to hearing your ideas for future episodes, so send me a DM and let me know. And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a positive review wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. Until next time, Take care of you. You are worth it.